hysterectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Convin, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you up until noon. Dave Sproul uh, from 1430 KASI. That's where he covers Iowa State. Uh, he will join us here moment, well, at 1125, also part of the Learfield broadcast. Iowa State favored, what are they favored, 35 and a half? Kind of all over the place. This thing's been jumping around. Uh, let's see, I got one of the offshore sites that it's been available all week long. That one currently, uh, let's see here, Iowa State, 35 and a half there. It was 34 at Bet Rivers yesterday. And uh, I know a little bit later, uh, early afternoon is when Circa's going to have their numbers out with the extra games is what they call them mm-hmm. fbs versus fcs so uh, in that 30 mid 30 range okay. it looks like hawks meanwhile uh, that one's all over the place so offshore it opened at 15 and a half it's currently 16 and a half yesterday bet rivers had that one at 20, 20. and a half yeah. uh in fact uh, let's pull it back up on bet rivers since that is the first one that had the opening uh with the hometown matchups here how about this at bet rivers now iowa just a 14 and a half point favorite the, the number was wrong, Trent. It's too many points with that offense. Yeah, I completely agree what, what, with you. Now, if if you if um you were to take Iowa mm-hmm. and lay the points, what would you what would you be willing to what would you be willing to give up? I'd have to be under two touchdowns. Uh huh. It's still even at that fourteen and a half mm-hmm. number. It's still not quite there for me. If it got down to, well, I already got twenty and a half now, so I got a middling opportunity. Ah, yes, you do. If it gets to thirteen and a half, because mm-hmm. I fired at it right away. I think I'd jump back the other side and try to middle. For our, our newbies in the gambling parlance, so this is, sometimes we go over the head to some people. What middling means is you're playing just that. I have a bet the Hawkeyes 20 and a half. If I get it at 13 and a half, if Iowa wins by 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, or 19 points, or 20, I win both bets. So that is what middling means. You normally don't get that big of a middle. No. It's, it's usually two, two and a half. I maybe. got it two and a half. It's at three and a half. If it lands right on three, I get a middle. That's kind of where you are. That's what middling is. Gotcha. All right. Uh, and Iowa State's a big number. I think it's 35 and a half. I just, it's a lot of points. We've, we've seen uh, Campbell's history on opening weeks. I think he's got other things uh, that they uh, that they focused on. Uh, and that's all the uh, guys they had to replace. Look, I don't think it's going to be a close game tomorrow. I don't. I think Iowa State uh, fans will be. I'm not sure what they're going to be treated to um, because I'm not sure that, um, you know, that, that you're going to go real deep, nor, nor will the Hawks if they don't have to. Because all eyes next week, a week from tomorrow on Kinnick Stadium, 3 o'clock, Big Ten Network has it. It's the Cyhawk renewal that gets back to Kinnick. Let's get to Mike Palm, Circa Sports Vice President of Operations at Circa. Mike, uh, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. College football in the books last night. Um, what kind of right did you do, Mike? Was it a pretty busy night? Yeah, we did good right. Good right, uh, Especially Purdue, Penn State, and uh, Pitt, West Virginia had good right, and then not and, and decent uh, more than I expected on the Arizona State game, uh, the late game on the Pac-12 network. 
A lot of good games going on last night. The excitement, the football, back in the book there at Circa, the biggest sports book in the world. So take us to what we're going to see tomorrow. It's week one. We got some marquee matchups, three ranked matchups. Notre Dame, Ohio State, I'm going to guess that's going to be huge for you guys. Michigan plays early. That's always a big deal, obviously, with Derek's connections to Michigan. Just take us that first football Saturday, and and really, it feels like complete normalcy back once again. And Mm -hmm. your first full weekend of college football, what's it going to be like in the book? Yeah, there's going to be uh, the energy level cranked way up. You know, anybody working Join or passing through, we'll send football is back. We're sold out for reservation wow. tomorrow, next Saturday, and next Sunday for opening week of the NFL. So still seating on the side in the bleachers, but all the recliners, all the, the tables and all the booths sold out in the book. And I think last I checked, Stadium Swim's about 93, 94% wow. sold out for tomorrow as well. So a good game in the noon in the noon time frame. Um, some good games in the noon window as well, and a lot of people looking forward to uh, Utah at Florida. Absolutely, as I am mm-hmm. certainly one of those. Is I have a big opinion on Utah, Mike. Uh, the number keeps going in Utah's favor. They continue it continues to tick up. Maybe it's settled, but they opened as a dog. Uh, look, the weather's going to be a huge factor, as everybody knows, right? It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Maybe you get a little bit of a break because it's at 7 o'clock at night local time. Um, your thoughts on on, on the why the number, why Utah was a, a slight dog, now uh, sit as a favorite? Utah's got a lot of momentum going forward in all the markets, not just in this game. As, as you mentioned, they were a point, point and a half dog at open, but in the Pac-12, to win the Pac-12, they went from, like, I think we opened them plus 330, and now they're co-favorites with USC around plus 210, plus 215. Um, playoffs, people betting them now. I think we opened them 8-1 to one or something like that to make the playoff, and, and they've been bet down to around 6-1. to one. Um, Even even national championship they've gotten bet in, bet on from, from 75-1 to one down to around 38-40-1 to 40 to one last I looked mm. so, They've taken a lot of a, a lot of bets. I think people have that Rose Bowl in their minds, how well they did against Ohio State. And let's face it, they were banged up in the secondary when you talk about Ohio State in the passing game. Right. But they were able to put points on the board against Ohio State. You know, Gillespie, the recruiting class there, um, what he's been able to take. Early reports out of camp in Florida is it might take them a while longer than they expected to get, to get back to the top of the SEC East. So, a lot of things trading in Utah's favor, but they still have to go to an SEC school and play them in a primetime game. So we'll, we'll learn a lot uh, come, come uh, what, about 9.30, 10 o'clock Central time tomorrow night about how good Utah is. What are you guys seeing in the Notre Dame-Ohio State matchup? Of course, in the horseshoe, Marcus Freeman making his regular season debut after coaching the bowl game a year ago. Your alma mater, the Fighting Irish, and a big number here, they're getting 17. Yeah, I think this picks up. I think it gets above 17 uh, by the time that they kick off tomorrow night in the shoe. Really tough opening spot for Marcus Freeman uh, against this, this this powerhouse Ohio State offense. I mean, I like the game over. I, if Notre Dame is going to compete at all, they're probably going to have to put 35 points on the board against this team. And the total sitting right now at 59. Mm. Ohio State, $8 on the money line here. Marcus Freeman says he didn't know what the point spread was. Hard to believe when it's on the bottom of every screen. Right. ESPN Fox Sports. Every screen you look at has the point spread and total on it now when you're previewing games coming up in the next few days. So we'll see. I think if they played this game in November, 
You know, this is probably a line that's, that's under two touchdowns and closer to 10, but right now a tough spot. I can't bet against Notre Dame, but I might take a little dab at the total here. Will that be uh, your your highest bet game tomorrow? And, and if so, where will that rank uh, come Sunday when essentially there's a standalone game, Florida State and LSU? Two part. Oh, it'll be bigger than it'll be bigger than Florida State LSU. Will it? Wow. Um, even though, even though it's a one game because it's a night game too, yeah. and it's, I think Notre Dame is overranked, but it's two top five teams, right? And it's two. Be a Notre Dame, certainly a national program, and Ohio State, uh, a dominant Midwest team, and, and has a lot of fans. Uh, a lot of graduates of Ohio State work around the around the country. It's a large school by population and enrollment, so. Uh, it's, it's obviously a feature game here, and it's become sort of a rivalry through the years, although very one-sided uh, in the last 30 years or so. Uh, I can remember when I was there, I actually uh, had a small wager on Ohio State when they came into Notre Dame Stadium, <laughs> Pepe Pearson. Pepe Pearson and the boys got the job done. <laughs> you know, Mike, many times we talk to him, I've been meaning to ask you this every time, so I'm going to interrupt the sports betting uh, conversation as a Notre Dame grad. Did you see the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix? If so, your thoughts. Yeah, so I haven't, and everybody tells me I need to see you it. Need you need to see it. It's uh, really good. Yeah, they said it's – I said I don't want to, you know, watch negative stuff about it. They said it's not a hit. It's not. It's not. Nope. It's actually sympathetic, so I'll have to I'll have to try to find some time maybe – Maybe early next week to take it in. Yeah, I see it in a different light. I go back and I think to myself, you know, shame on you yep. <laughs> a couple of times. Jack Schwarber came off incredibly well. Yep. And Notre Dame did as well. Yeah, uh, they, they did. Glad yeah. you watched it. So go, um, let us know. Once you do see it, Mike, yes. let us know. So, uh, Mike, sure. here in the state of Iowa, as you can imagine, this week, there's been a ton of conversation. Why can't we bet these games? What's going on? We need a point spread for the Cyclone game and the Hawkeye game. And yes, it was available offshore, but. Luckily, we don't have to worry about those faraway places anymore. First, just for our listeners, explain the difficult nature of trying to put these numbers out there, these FBS versus FCS games. Why it is so much more difficult for you guys as a sports book to get these numbers out there? And then the amount of money that you want to take on these matchups as well. It's, it's really interesting because, you know, we're, we're taking – you know, 20 to 30 K, uh, on, on these big games like Notre Dame 60 K off the, off the street. It's really hard to book these games. We saw last week and, and it went in our favor, but look, the North Carolina and Florida A&M, right. the game opened 34 and closed 45. Mm. I mean, these are tough, tough spots when games move that much. Even, even, um, last night, the, the, the Portland State game. Right, I was on them. was a six. That's twenty three to eighteen. I mean, that was just yesterday. It, it was twenty three yesterday morning, and then it got to eighteen, and then here came all the professional money at eighteen. We get fortunate there too, um, in that there was more more pro money than Joe money because uh, the game was very close. It's so tough on on these games though, and the amount of movement you're going to see. You almost have to close the window to like twenty four hours before the game, mm. so you don't get yourself in a real bad position. And then you're going to you know, have to limit it to taking five dimes or so on those games and then and moving the number quickly. Uh, we won't speak with you until, uh, well, we'll have just seen opening night of the NFL with the Bills and the Rams. Have you seen any early play on either side in this uh, the, the lid lifter in the NFL season for next Thursday? No, it's just been Bills money so far. Has Not it? Too much vibe. I don't know if it can you get to three. Uh, if you get to three, I think you'll see some Rams money. We're, you know, whole two, two and a half. I'm really interested in Survivor. 
and what's going to happen here. Because, you know, Derek put in the rule this year, if you use a team on that opening Thursday, because technically the contest, you don't have to be until Saturday afternoon. If you use an entry on Thursday night and you lose. So let's say you buy six entries and put them all on the bills and they lose. You can rebuy six entries on Saturday or Friday. You, you, you're alive to have six huh. entries going into the Sunday game. And Derek thinks a lot of people are going to play the bills because there may not be other spots to play them. Play the bills in week one, and if they lose, then buy back in. Paulie put the over-under of that happening at four and a half. I think that's really low. I, I think you'll be in the at least two digits on people who might do that. And, you know, hope the Bills won. And they obviously hope the Bills win and you get all the picks to move forward. Right. Uh, all your But we'll see how many people do that. It's, it's an interesting theory floating out. No, it really is. We're saving the Bills for Thanksgiving. They got the Lions. You are. Yeah. Mm. That's yep. our strategy. Are you going to get there? Well, we're 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 just kind of throwing. We're we're just going doing using. We got three entries. So the first. I one, know your brain trust. I'm a little nervous for you. <laughs> so the <laughs> first one is. Uh, we're just going to get through October. If you have to use the, mm-hmm. if you have to use, and one of them we're going to, and uh, the second one we're saving the bills for Thanksgiving. The third one we want to have hopefully two teams that will play each other on Christmas oh, okay. because the slate is my Christmas Day, and I know you get the Monday night football game. I think the biggest advanced number on any one of those games is like three. They are so tight. It was the same way last year. And remember, a lot of people early in the year decided to save Arizona for the Christmas window, and then they lost at home to the Colts. Yeah. That took out like half the field at that time. We were at like 16, and we got down to eight because of that game. Um, you never know. You, you never know. So you, to your point, to try to have two teams playing each other available is smart. I think week one is extremely difficult with all the road favorites. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I've been asked on several shows who I would take, uh, regrettably, and, and not with confidence, I think I'd be forced to take Tennessee in week one. They're one of them, Niners against the uh, against the Bears. Yeah. And then you get into road teams and I not know. taking that. It's, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be fun. And uh, hopefully we have some entries that are live all season long. I know I'll be alive all season <laughs> long for Circa Millions because, well, even if I get off to a rough start, the quarterly prizes are still out there. Mike, what do you guys see in four entries? And for people, what, they're headed out there either this weekend or, or sometime early next week. Still an opportunity to get signed up, right? Yeah, we're at the roughly 3700 in the Survivor and 2800 in the Million. 3750 It's like 950 ahead is, is the space. I think we get there in Survivor. Derek and I had an interesting conversation yesterday. He said, what price would you take? on neither contest gets to 6,000. I mm-hmm. said, well, the millions didn't, so it's really a survivor question. I said, I'd take two to one. I think that's in the realm of possibility survivor doesn't get there. I think it gets there in the low 6,000. You know, we, there was a lot of talk about 7,500, yeah. 8,000. When we were out there, yeah. I hope we can get to 4,500 in the millions. I do. I think that's probably best case scenario. But, you know, if it's sitting, if it's pacing towards like 4,000 and there's a few days left, a lot of people will come in and get three entries yeah. because they know there'll be, you know, at least a million and a half overlay. Indeed there will. Mike Palm, Circus Sports Vice President of Operations. Fun time of year to work in the, in the industry, is it not? Oh, it's the most exciting time of all. <laughs> really, March Madness is something, but this is uh, this is four months of just, uh, just one football game after another. Mike Palm, we'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Mike Palm. Appreciate it. Good luck to your Fighting all Irish right. tomorrow. Yeah, they'll need a lot of luck, and good luck to the Hawks for the Cyclones. Thank you, Mike. Good to talk to you. Mike Pomp, Circus Sports Vice President of Operations.
Um, so what what do you do? Because you have a single entry in Survivor. I do. I'm just surviving. You just got to get through. I'm just, yeah. Have you zeroed in on your team yet? No. Week one is tough. It is tough. I hate this. I hate that it could be over yeah. this quickly. <laughs> right, your $1,000, bye-bye. Just gone <laughs> right into the pool for somebody else. It's uh, That's the scary proposition about that. But I've done relatively well in these kind of contests before. It's just about that. That's how I look at it. Mike's told us some of his theories. Derek Stevens has told mm-hmm. us some of his. Mine is very simple. If you can, it's got to be a home team every single week, especially early on. It's got to be a home team early on. And a divisional matchup, I will not touch. Those are the two baselines yeah. for my picking. Yeah. And that's just surviving. I'm not looking forward. Now, I've also never been in a contest like this that has the Thanksgiving and Christmas games their own week. If we get there, we'll figure it out, right? There's a lot of crappy teams hosting week number one. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Atlanta, the Bears, uh-huh. the Lions, the Jets, the Commanders, <laughs> the Texans. I'd have uh, to revisit Seattle. my theory in week one. There's a lot of garbage playing our hosting games. I don't know. What about Denver on Monday night against Seattle? Russell Wilson's not losing, is he? I wouldn't think so. That's one that I had looked at. And worst case scenario, at least I made it to Monday. <laughs> I suppose you didn't get knocked out right. Sunday. So you, there's always that consolation. Uh, good stuff. I know people hate to hear about each other's fantasy teams. I, I'm with you. Um, I going to warn you we're probably going to talk about our our survivor weekly join us how you're doing if you're going to vegas get your poxy and away you can go and you can play with us uh it's, it's going to be a blast play here but. well yeah that's true although i think that um, once we continue to talk about this i think we'll have a whole bunch more people come out with us next week yes and next year when we do this again miller and condon uh dave sprout covers iowa state he's with trent and i next it's des moines sports station 106.3 at three on kxno the wait is almost over a new football season in the nfl is about to begin get ready for the nfl week one action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game. You're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. That's really good, Trent, but here's one for us existing customers and the new customers. You can participate as well. What is it? Well, if you want more action on next Thursday's Rams-Bills game, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. What is it? Whatever one of those two teams you bet if they get up seven points at any time in the game your bet cashes and it cashes regardless of the team that you bet on that was up seven if they somehow blow the game you don't you still win that's for both uh new and existing customers you can download the DraftKings sportsbook app right now use promo code kxno and new customers get 200 dollars in free bets instantly when you place that five dollar bet on any football game again promo code kxno only at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money light bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-SENTAGS.org. After the storms hit Central recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know. Companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, 
They take care of their own. Go to wolfroofdental.net. Trent Condon here for Technology Center of Iowa. Now is your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for this. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. 11.30, Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. One more reminder, you want to win Cyhawk tickets, go to the Miller and Condon Twitter account. Total yards tomorrow's South Dakota State-Iowa game closest without going over. Only one person will claim that number, whatever that number is in your head. Uh, if you get that number first, it's yours. But if you put that number down and somebody else has got it, that's what it is. They win. Oh, by the way, you have to use the hashtag Fuller Dental. A couple of entries didn't do that. Ah, they're out. They're Be- out. Because we search hashtag Fuller Dental. That's how we do it. If it doesn't have it in there, you not going to win. Indeed, they are not. Uh, three o'clock next Next week is so fun. Oh, it's great. It's just true. And we is. don't get one day because it's Labor Day week. You know, I'm not complaining. I'm, but that's I'm, okay because by Thursday, play the damn game. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Dave Sproul will be over in Kinnick Stadium, part of the Learfield crew. He's part of the Iowa State, uh, the Cyclone Radio Network. Of course, you can see Dave's mic, uh, mic flag. <laughs> on all the uh, Iowa State news conferences, press conferences, because he knows right where to put it. And now he's with us. Hello, Dave Sprow. How are you? That's called doing good at your job, Ken. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm envious. You're doing, you're a good company man. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so the game tomorrow, Dave. Um, perfect world, what happens tomorrow? What do we see? Iowa State scores touchdowns on every first half possession and maybe, you know, the first three or so of the second half and just puts it away and you can put all backups in the fourth quarter, right? I mean, that's pretty much your perfect scenario, uh, for Iowa State. Uh, and wouldn't count on it by any means. There's going to be some times maybe, you know, this team might not look like it has it all together because we're talking about combination of players. Yep. But unlike last season, they're not as familiar with each other, even with the veteran guys out there. The younger guys, sometimes they lose their way. Sometimes they, they line up in the wrong spot. And there might be more penalties than usual, at least at the, all, at, the, at the start of the game. Those are the kind of things that happen early in the season every year and probably magnified more when you have a less experienced crew on the field. But if Iowa State just you know goes out there, plays a steady game, doesn't shoot itself in the foot, and looks like uh, a superior team in every way and in every facet of the game tomorrow against Southeast Missouri, then you can walk away pretty uh, satisfied. All right, so let's uh, say your, your scenario comes to fruition and it's time to put in the backups and Hunter Deckers is walking off the field. Dave Sproul, who's walking on? Oh, you're really going <laughs> to try to 
put me in a corner here. I thought you might have uh, some info. <laughs> You're part of the broadcast team, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, That doesn't help me get any more info. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go. I, I might lean Rocco back. I don't know if the Iowa State coaching staff shares, uh, shares this philosophy, but uh, if typically if it's close, I want to I want to go with the younger guy. He's a true freshman. Ashton Cook is a redshirt freshman. Beck is a guy who had a pretty high, uh, highly regarded recruitment, uh, so he might have a little more raw talent when it comes down to it. And, you know, you might as well give him a shot there at the first opportunity just to see what he can do. And if it doesn't go well, all right, put your arm around him and say, that's all right, we'll fix it in, in, in the practice and put Cook out there for a series and see what he can do. Or maybe he goes out there and tears it up and suddenly you have a quarterback controversy. Okay, well, <laughs> I won't go that far. But, you know, I, I my gut, is give back to shot if uh, if that comfortable lead is there for Iowa State late tomorrow. All right. It's Southeast Missouri State. This isn't Nodak State. This isn't you and I. This is a bad FCS team and a very young FCS team. Is there anything that does concern you? Anything that you look at and say, you know, this might cause the Cyclone some problems or for all intents and purposes, do you see this as a glorified exhibition game? Uh, I don't want to take anything for granted, so I won't go that far. I think there are some things that could give you fits. I mean, a, a team like this, you might not have as much film on it. I know the quarterback for Southeast Missouri transferred from an NAIA school. I mean, I, I don't know if you have much of a chance to really evaluate mm. what he can do. Now, the, the players we talked to this week said all the right things. They say, hey, we just got to focus on what we do well and make adjustments as the game goes along and not worry about what they're doing. Just focus on our fundamentals, and that's obviously the right thing to say. Maybe not as easy to do if you're not exactly sure, you know, how athletic a quarterback you have. Because sometimes these guys, they come from the lower level and they'll they'll surprise you with their ability, uh, you know, to run around and cause trouble on you. But that that'd be the one thing that sticks out of my mind. Maybe they can get some fits from a quarterback they're not familiar with. But when it comes right down to it, a team like Iowa State should be physically superior to Southeast Missouri in just about every way. Uh, my partner Trent Condon got some uh, p- uh, practice info and it says that, uh, and I'm sure you've heard the same thing, Jalen Knoll is just um, better than advertised. We thought he was going to have a big year based on what we saw last year in his freshman campaign, but maybe even exceeding some of those expectations uh, so far in training camp. You hearing the same thing, that he's one of the talks at the camp? I know coaches have spoken highly of the way he's worked in camp and, and what he's been able to do, and I'm not terribly surprised to hear that uh, from you guys, you know, that uh, Noel's in a position to, to really break out this season because there's that, that kind of second wide receiver slot is open. Xavier Hutchinson is going to draw a lot of attention. Noel is a guy who brings a lot of athletic ability, a lot of speed, and we saw a little bit of what he could do last season. You know, with all those tight ends around last year, he might not have been – in the forefront of their minds to, for you know guys to throw to in the Iowa State offense. Now it's probably going to be a little more, at least it seems to me at the outset, more receiver heavy in terms of who's going to catch passes as opposed to the tight ends. And Noel will be uh, right there in position to make some plays. So the wide receiver group you feel really good about. The running group, after Jirel Brock, who's going to get the first opportunity, out of that group of three, the true freshman in Norton, along with the redshirt freshman, or guys that played a little bit, I guess, last year in uh, in the Sanders, who gets the most carries out of that next tier? I know it's probably dependent on how the game kind of plays out, but after Brock, who is your favorite to maybe be second on the team in carries this year? Well, if I went my same philosophy, I... Uh, went with with Rocco back. That would probably have to say Cartavius Norton, mm-hmm. the uh, true freshman. And it was interesting to see him 
listed third on the depth chart. I mean, there's a couple orders in there, but you could easily just go Sanders. You could go alphabetical or you could go by class. They didn't go by either Sanders or Norton or Silas, whereas I would have suspected Sanders or Silas to be both ahead of Norton on this. Maybe it means something. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? We'll find out. But I think it would be really fun, at the very least, to see some of what Cartavius Norton can do, and maybe he does end up getting the most touches, uh, depending on how much garbage time there is. Maybe he's out there for uh, the bulk of that. But I really get a sense uh, from what we've heard from coaches and players during fall camp is that all four, those guys, including Brock, they're going to see playing time. They're going to maybe rotate in there. They're all going to be in the games during meaningful portions of the game, and I think that that makes that group really interesting. How many, uh, how many times will uh, Deckers throw the ball tomorrow? I'm going to go, in a, you know, in a perfect world, again, maybe 20 to 25 is all he needs for uh-huh. Iowa State to, to jump out there, make some big plays, and, and get to the uh, early lead and put the game away late. And he can, you know, sit down for a long stretch of the second half. But more realistically, maybe 25 to 30 range. Um, just the way, you know, Iowa State doesn't always go up tempo, but they can. And they'll run a fair amount of plays. I think they'll use those running backs as receivers as well as the wideouts. Uh, I don't think it's going to be entirely, you know, Hunter Decker's arms that, that get arm that gets mm-hmm. the job done. Uh, they're going to try to spread it around on the on the ground too. But I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up throwing upwards of twenty five to thirty passes, perhaps even more if the game maybe doesn't go as perfectly as planned. Twins are back within a game. You back in? <laughs> Of course he is. Oh, I'm so close. Yeah. I'm so close, but I'm not quite there yet. I know. We'll see what happens in Yankee Stadium next week. That's scary. Like we don't already know. <laughs> White Sox this weekend, though, right? Right. Getting them at yeah, the right the White time. White Sox are toast. Yeah, I They're think. done. Yeah, I think. I don't think that's going to be much of a series. they got Cleveland coming up the following weekend. So, I mean, you're going back-to-back. Yankees and Guardians. That's going to be the stretch that maybe decides this season. Uh, we saw a lot of fair catches last year, particularly Noel. Mm-hmm. Uh, will we see as many this year? Will they let him, Will they cut him loose? Will they trust? And I don't know if it was a trust factor. Maybe it was just a, a coaching philosophy. Um, will they? Will they let them uh, return the ball more this year? Do you think? I think it is more the coaching philosophy is to say, make sure first and foremost that you catch the ball. Let's not lose a possession on the special teams mm-hmm. mistake and really you know hurt yourself kind of what we saw against Iowa last year. Uh, I I think, you know, in certain situations, they might give Noel a little more freedom to take a kick or, or a punt back. Uh, but first and foremost, their goal, their uh, their philosophy is to say, just make sure you get possession and when in doubt, make the catch, call the fair catch, yeah. let the offense do the work. I, I think we'll probably see if about as many, maybe a tad fewer, but about as many, uh, fair catches as last season. Uh, last thing for you, Dave Sproul. Uh, Jace Gilbert, it sounds like he's going to be asked to do a lot, right? He's going to punt by the sounds of things. He is their field goal kicker. Is he going to kick off too, do you know? Uh, that is a good question. You know, Cameron Shook is a guy who did that a little bit and showed some leg, and Drake Nettles got, has, a, has a bit of leg on that. So uh, we'll see. Um, I really don't have any good, clear answers right now when mm-hmm. it comes to the, the kicking game. So uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see... I think they would prefer to divide those duties up and have a kickoff specialist and a, and a place kicker, and maybe even you have a place kicker who does extra points and one who does, you know, short field goals, or maybe you know one who does long field goals, and you have another kicker for the short field goals and extra points. So they could divide that up in in a three, maybe four different ways when you take into account kickoffs, 
uh, field goals, extra points, and punts. You'll be uh, down the uh, hall here, 100.3 The Bus, the home of the Cyclones in Central Iowa. What time's your broadcast start? When will we hear you, Dave Sproul? You won't hear me until halftime, as far as anything goes gotcha. right. But uh, the Cyclone Radio Network broadcast starts at 11 a.m., 100.3 The Bus, 105.1 FM, now 105.1, as we like to call it up here, at 1430 KASI, of course. Available on iHeartRadio. Uh, within 75 miles uh, of their respective cities. And there's also a varsity app, which Learfield runs. You can listen to pretty much every college football broadcast in the country, including ours. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm very, very pumped to be working with the Cyclone Radio Network crew. And uh, I can't wait for tomorrow to roll around. Real quick, where are you tonight? Fort Dodge. Uh, Little Cyclones and Dodgers coming up at 645 tonight on 1430 KASI. It should be interesting because the Dodgers, they were top uh, five, I think, in Class 4 going into last week. Took on their longtime rivals in Mason City and lost to them for the first time in, like, 18 tries or something like that. So, going to see some angry Dodgers up there, guys. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Thank you, Dave Sproul. Appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you very much, guys. Always appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Dave Sproul, 1430 KSI in Learfield, part of the Cyclone Radio Network. Well, Trent Condon, guess what we're doing? Well, we got picks. Well, we've got picks, but we've got to let our folks take some picks, and they're going to be picking college football games. Real football. Real football. We're not, not doing Canadian football. Y'all should take that one out there. Yeah, cross that one off. Come on, come on. Of course, we're not doing Canadian football. <laughs> 515-284-5966. Claxon Barbecue Giveaway. If you listened earlier, this is the last day we're doing this on Friday. It's just too busy. We're going to move it to Thursday. But for today, we'd love to hear from you. If you have not played in this contest in the last 30 days, you're eligible to do so right now. 515-284-5966. Claxon's Giveaway. It's next on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. And- Today. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage, and I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're Central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with a company that you know, a company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866 or online wolfproofing.net the biggest pro football overlays in vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at circus sports with two ways to win and no rate circus million with quarterly payouts and 100 payback and circus survivor select one team each week with no point spread Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Visit circusports.com for butler.com. Is now the best time ever to own a single family rental home in Des Moines. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. And I'm here to tell you housing prices are falling, but rents are rising. And with low inventories, they're stronger than ever. What does this mean for you? It's not always a seller's market. But it is always a renter's market, especially when you hire Renner's Warehouse to manage the process for you. With selling, you never know what you're going to get. With renting, you can be confident in your ability to earn monthly cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits for the long term. And with Renner's Warehouse, you can sit back and collect the money. Tenants, they find the best. Rent, they collect it for you. Maintenance requests, they handle them. 24-7. All for just one low monthly flat fee. They'll even warranty your tenants for free. Don't sell. Cash in and rent your home 
with Renner's Warehouse instead. Find out how much rent your home can get by visiting Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. Details. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time for our Claxons giveaway. Claxon, you can find them online. Claxonbbq.com. Claxonbbq.com. They're at 3131 H Street Southwest in Altoona. We will give you four games in a tiebreaker. You get the most right. A $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25 Shane, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, thanks for, for participating. Over under one and a half Russian oligarchs fall out of windows this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. Iowa is okay. a 60, 16 and a half point uh, favorite over South Dakota State. Uh, give me Iowa. Uh, Iowa State is giving 35 and a half to Southeast Mizzou. Uh, give me Southeast Mizzou. Buckeyes are 17 and a half hosting Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Georgia, the defending national champions, are a 17 and a half point favorite over the Ducks of Oregon. Georgia. Here's the tiebreaker, Shane. Closest without going over. Xavier Hutchins catches combined with Sam Laporta's receptions. Uh, that will equal what? Closest without going over. Uh, 10. Shane, have a good long weekend. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ryan is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Ryan. Hello, guys. Uh, I was a 16 and a half point favorite over South Dakota State. Go Hawks. Iowa State's giving 35 and a half to Southeast Mizzou. Clones. Ohio State, the Buckeyes, 17 and a half point favorite over the Fighting Irish. Buckeyes are going to whoop them. Buckeyes whoop them. Georgia gives 17 and a half to Oregon. Oregon, late cover. All right. Hutchinson Laporta, combined receptions, closest without going over. 13. Ryan, enjoy the games. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Ronnie is up next. Hi, Ronnie. Hi. Uh, Iowa's a 16 and a half point favorite over South Dakota State. Hawkeyes. Uh, clones give 35 and a half to Southeast Mizzou. ISU. Ohio State, 17 and a half to Notre Dame. Ohio State. Georgia, 17 and a half to Oregon. Oregon. Hutchinson Laporta combined receptions, closest without going over. Eight. Thank you, Ronnie. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Randy is our final contestant. Hi, Randy. Hello. Uh, Iowa, 16 and a half point favorite over South Dakota State. Iowa. 35 and a half is what Iowa State will give to Southeast Mizzou. Iowa State. Ohio State, 17 and a half to Notre Dame. Ohio State. Georgia, 17 and a half to Oregon. Georgia. Tiebreaker, closest without going over. Hutchinson, clone. Laporta, hawk. Combined for how many receptions? One. One it is. Randy, thank you. Enjoy the games. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have Smart a good long man. weekend. I like that pick. I like it. I like it. I like it. I didn't like my picks last year. Trey they were Tom. not good. They were not good. 44% so, against the spread. 
That is not making money. Would that get a booby prize in the circa million? You got to be worse than that. Got to be worse than that. You got to be worse. So I was. (laughs) That's an awful year if you're not bad enough to cash that bad boy. What we're talking about here it is. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. So here we go. You are the champion. 57% a year ago. We fire up the band as we are ready to go. Soon that'll be Big Ten music for one more season. Well, season and a half, really. It'll still be the SEC. Let's get it going. We're not playing anything on a Friday night. We're going with the full Saturday slate. We kick things off 2.30. Ken Miller's Cincinnati Bearcats invade. Razorback Stadium, Arkansas, all day long. Woo Pig Suey, minus six and a half. They got a quarterback and they got a chance. Game number two, we continue in the middle of the afternoon. BYU, a lot of buzz. We've talked about the heat and humidity in Gainesville. Guess what? It'll be the same in Tampa. Give me the Bulls in a rebuilding project, plus 12 and a half at home against BYU. Pick number three, this one's off the board. Ohio last year, they were brutal. They're going to be even worse maybe this year. Florida Atlantic's got a pulse. They're going up there, taking on the Bobcats. I will take the Owls. Hoo-hoo, Florida Atlantic minus four at Ohio. Pick number four, we go into the evening. I've been a Gator guy all week. I'm going to continue again with that. Give me Florida plus the three at home against Utah with pick number four. And we wrap things up late night. Give me Boise plus the three against the Beavers. Interesting, Trent. I almost took that game. I'm glad that now that I didn't. All right, uh, we've got some work to do after that disaster from last year. God, that was just brutal. But I uh, I put a lot of work into this, Trent Con. Do you believe me? Yes. Well, you should. Uh, Here we go. The whole offseason you put into it. (laughs) Let's get started. Um, We will start tonight. I do like some games tonight, Trent Con, and I'm going to play a couple of them. Uh, One of them is the late game tonight. It's TCU. Yes, the Frogs. Taking on the Buffaloes. Colorado is atrocious. The number is 14. I don't have a great grasp on TCU. I have a pretty good idea. Colorado is going to be just terrible. I'll lay the two touchdowns. Take TCU. Pick number one. While we're at it, how about a Big Ten tilt? Does that get you going a little bit? Illinois and Indiana. Look, I saw Chase Brown run roughshod through uh, Wyoming last week. This guy's one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. Uh, I'm going to take Illinois and the points uh, to knock off India. I'm surprised. You talked about that game all week, and then you didn't play it. Too many people like it. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, how many people took uh, no, uh, uh, took Notre Dame? Anybody in our in Claxons? One. One did? Okay. Our consensus was Iowa. How about that? Really? Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, um, where are we? Speaking of Ohio State and Notre Dame, I'm going to take Ohio State. Number 17 and a half. This is one of the best offenses in all of college football. Notre Dame, I think there's too many question marks at the beginning of the new era there. I'll lay the points, 17 and a half of them, and take the Buckeyes. I think they're absolutely legit. Meanwhile, the defending champions, uh, they are uh, taking on Oregon. It's a neutral site game. Georgia's got so many question marks. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be better at the end of the year than they are on Saturday. I'll take the 17 and a half and experience Bo Nix as the quarterback for the Ducks. Uh, that's my play. Which one? One more. Look, I've been talking about Utah all year long. I have to take them, don't I? I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay the two and a half and take Florida. A lot of Florida love out there right now, but that's okay. There's my picks week number one. Which was your best bet? 
uh, tonight. TCU over Colorado. That is your best bet for the week. My best bet is Arkansas minus the six and a half. All right. That is going to do it for us here today. Murph and Andy, hey, we've still got them to go. They'll be here at 1 o'clock. And, oh, that's not all. Sean Roberts, Heather Burnside, the KXNO Drive today from 3 until 6. We're all off on Monday. All local shows are off on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the Kinnick experience. Enjoy the Jack Trice experience. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.